Hey there, thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to talk again about being ready for Jesus. Jesus said we're not ready for his return, and he's waiting for us to get ready. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you that you're warning us, you're teaching us how to be ready for your return. We thank you that you love us that much that you're telling us things to come, just like you said you would. And so we just want to receive from you today that truth. Give us ears to hear and help us to understand exactly what you're saying to us today. I thank you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. Thank you for speaking through me. I just give you control in your name. In your name we pray. Amen. He's so good. He's so in love with us, and he wants us to know we're not ready. He's talking to me about this facade that we put on. Like the Pharisees, we pretend to be religious. And you know, Jesus really isn't religious. He is a man. He is the son of man. And he is a person. And so Romans tells us it doesn't matter who you are, what religion you think you are, but that you know Jesus, that you call out to him. And that is who we're going to move in with. Many people think they're ready for heaven and they're just going to fall asleep or I don't know what they exactly think. But it's a choice to live with Jesus for eternity or a choice not to. And the Pharisees were religious. They practiced the law, but they had no power to do it, which is why Jesus came to live on the inside of us so we could have his power to do his work. Yet we still pretend we still act religious. We, we still act like the world. We're not on the narrow path. We're not doing what Jesus did. You know, he was so frustrated with us when he was here. He was telling the disciples when um, this man came and his son was epileptic and he brought his son to Jesus. And he said, if you can do anything, would you please heal my son? And Jesus said, if I can do anything, of course I can. Bring the boy to me. And the disciples later asked why they couldn't do it. And Jesus was so frustrated. He said, because of your littleness of faith. Because of your littleness of faith. And our faith and what he's called us to do is little. And he's saying today, we need to grow up our faith. We need to grow up in him and take him seriously and to do his work. Instead, we just live like the world and we're trying to keep up with them, trying to figure out what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear. And our life is all about that. We're living our life as though it's temporary. I mean, as though it's, it's all we have, and it is just temporary. We're just here for a short time, and then we're going to move on and live with him, or we're going to live in hell. And it's just that black and white. We have to make a choice. And so Jesus wants us to know, you know, so many people say, well, I'm ready. I can't wait for him to come. But are you doing his work? Or are you just pretending to be a Christian? Are you pretending to be like him, but you're not like him? That's where most people are at. They pretend, you know, they pray and really um, they're not like connecting with Jesus and they're not knowing his will. You know, he said many on that day are going to say to me, Lord, Lord, we did this in your name and that in your name. He's going to say, I didn't know you, you who practice lawlessness, get away from me. You know, I believe we hurt his feelings. You know, he said, get away from me. I never knew you. And I remember saying that when I was hurt, get away from me, don't touch me. And I just perceived that Jesus was upset. You know, you said you're mine. 
yet you, you just really pretended. You know, maybe you're embarrassed to talk about Jesus in front of people. You know, maybe you do love him, but you're embarrassed of what people think of you because you know what they think of you, how, how they're thinking. You know, oh, you believe in Jesus. Oh, he's your crutch. You know, people say things, hurtful things and do hurtful things, but we got to stand up. We have to stand up for Jesus. We have to be proud of who we are. And that takes spending more time with him, getting to know him, letting him love you so that you can love others. That's our call, to love others, to pay attention to others. And, and not just be paying attention to ourselves, not be trying to be accepted by the world, but we should be thinking about what does Jesus think of me? What is he going to say to me that day? Stop pretending and just do that work. Remember out on the boat, the disciples were freaking out. I mean, they were with him through all this stuff. And then the wind comes and they start freaking out and they wake him up and say, you know, Jesus, we're going to die. Master, we're going to die. And Jesus is saying, where is your faith? Where is your faith? And then he stopped the wind and the waves. You know, that little boy that was epileptic, Jesus said it was a demon. He cast a demon out of the little boy. Yet we as Christians live like the world and we, and we believe in it being some kind of disease and it's really just a demon that we need to cast out of people. That's what we're called to do and we're not doing it. The disciples started doing it after Jesus left. Silver and gold I have not, but in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. We should have our mindset on that. We should have our mindset on the things of God, not the things of the world, because if we do, we're going to perish. We're just like them. Jesus said, I'm going, I'm calling you to do that greater work. He's calling us to do that greater work, but we're so worried about what if nothing happens? What is that person going to think? Um, I can't do that. We get so, let the enemy just beat us up all the time. We're, we're so um, submissive to him. You can't do that. You're God. You're not God. You didn't go to school. You know, the, the people that went to school, like the Pharisees, they don't have God's power in them because not everyone, but the Pharisees didn't have God's power in them because they were all about themselves. Oh, we're so great, and, you know, they taught what to do, but Jesus said they weren't even doing him, doing those things themselves, and their father was the devil. You know, Jesus took aside the disciples, the, un, the unlearned, because they were willing to learn from Jesus, and that's what he's calling us today to do. Because he can't get in the church most of the time because people have gone to school and they think they know this thing, but they really don't know Jesus. You know, they study the Bible, but they don't know Jesus. They don't have this relationship with him. Some don't even hear Jesus talk to them. But the disciples were different. They, they, they were just ordinary people, and, and they believed what Jesus said. And Jesus is calling ordinary people to come to him and to do his work before he comes. You know, we say we're ready, but are we doing his work? That's what he's saying to you today. You know, because so many, so many Christians that think they've been Christians forever say they're ready. They're ready for Jesus to come. They can't wait till he comes. Yet, they're not compassionate toward how he's feeling, that he's grieving, that many are going to perish because we aren't doing our work. We who call ourselves Christians aren't doing our work. The Pharisees weren't doing their work. Jesus had to come to show the Father. 
I believe Jesus couldn't wait to get back home. You know, like to be with his father, where that maturity and love was, and nothing was impossible. Here, Jesus was frustrated with us because we didn't have faith. We have such a hard time believing. And so he was uncomfortable here. He was frustrated, and he wanted to go home. And, you know, when we start getting comfortable with Jesus, when we spend more time with him and start doing his work and, and fellowshipping with him more than the world, we're going to feel like we don't fit in here, which is Jesus didn't fit in. He brought heaven to earth, which is what we're supposed to do. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're not doing his will here, and so we are not ready. We're not ready for him to come. He said, go and do my work. We got to get to the place where we don't fit in, just like Jesus didn't fit in. We're, we're more comfortable with him than we are here. And so then by time that time comes, we're going to be ready. That's where we're going to be ready when you feel like you fit in. You know, right now, as it is, many people say that they're ready and they're not ready. And many people are avoiding Jesus. We talked about that because they're not ready and they don't want him to come. And they think they got to live their life to the fullest here before he comes. There's all kinds of categories. There's all kinds of condition, conditions as to why we're not ready. Jesus said, not everyone who calls him Lord. So he's talking to Christians are those who think that they're Christians, those who call him Lord. Not everyone who calls him Lord is going to enter into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father. It's his plan that we do his work. And all you got to do is look at the word of God to find that out. But the problem is so many people don't look at the word of God. They're not fellowshipping with Jesus. They're just going by what someone else says. And Jesus is saying to us today, we're pretenders, we're hypocrites. We're saying we're Christians, yet we're not even connected with him, and we're not doing the thing that we need to do so that he can come. He said it's not his will that one should perish. He said he's, he's long-suffering. It's not that he's late. It's that we're late. We're not doing his work. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't going to be a time where he just comes. He said... Well, I find faith on the earth when I come. He said that. And so I, I don't know the day or the hour. You don't know the day or the hour. But meanwhile, take him seriously. Do his will. He said, not everyone enters into the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of the Father. And so to find out what his will is, you have to look at the word and you have to let him correct you. Um, Revelation 3.19, he said he corrects those that he loves. And then Revelation 3.20, he's knocking at the door of your heart. If you heed his voice, you let him correct you and teach you his way, then he's going to come in. If you, if you answer the door, he's knocking on the door of your heart. Then he's going to come in and he's going to dine with you. That's what he said. That means he's going to hang out with you. He's going to teach you his way. And he's going to prepare you to be ready. You can't think on your own that you're ready to enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have to check with Jesus. Get on your knees and check with him. Ask him the work that he's calling you to do. I just hear him talking to me right now. And he's saying he has, his power is here to heal. 
He wants to touch you through this video. He's anointing me to touch you through this video to be healed. So whatever you need to be healed of, you can just reach out your faith toward me, him in me, and be healed. And he's talking today about somebody's right eye. You know, when you get older, your eyesight goes, and um, all kinds of things can happen. And he said, you haven't gone to the doctor yet, and he wants to heal you. All you have to do is believe that he will. Just believe he will. And then somebody's left ankle. He's talking to me about somebody's left ankle. I don't know what exactly is wrong with it, but he said he would like to heal your ankle. And you haven't gone to the doctor yet either, but you're thinking about it. And he's saying, if you reach out your faith towards me, him in me, he's living on the inside of me, that he would heal you. So just receive that healing now. We receive what you have for us, Lord. You're so good to us. If you never asked him to come and live on the inside of you, I want to pray that prayer with you right now. If you're going to heed his voice, if you want to live that life here with him, and do his work. Be that disciple. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be a pretender. But really get involved in his quest right here, right now on the earth. And I want you to say that prayer with me. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you said whoever calls on your name can be saved. You said you would send the Spirit and he would live on the inside of us to do what we can't do on our own. We can't do anything without you. You said you're knocking at the door of our heart already. And if you invite us in, if, you're will, if we're willing to heed your voice, you would live on the inside of us. And so I thank you and praise you that you would do that. I thank you and praise you, Lord, that you are true to your word. Help us to be as faithful to you as you are to us. We love you, praise you, give you all the glory. God is so good, and, you know, he has a plan, and we don't know the plan. You have to seek him for the plan that he has for you. He has a plan before he returns, and we have to get involved in that plan as his. He wants to take care of us. He wants to heal us. He wants to show himself through us, just like Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He wants it to be as if you've seen me, you've seen Jesus. You've seen the Father. He lives in me. I represent him. I don't worry about what I'm going to eat, what I'm going to drink, and what I'm going to wear. Jesus could come tomorrow, and if you're futzing around with that still, if you're, if you're doing that and you think you're ready, you're going to miss it. You are actually going to wish that he didn't come when he comes if you're not ready. And when he comes, you're going to know that. You're just going to know that you're not ready. You probably know now already. He makes himself real to all of us. Pay attention. Get on your knees and talk to him. Hear his voice. My sheep know my voice. They follow me, and I give them eternal life. It might seem like everything's okay, but we have an enemy, and he is out to kill, steal, and destroy. Whether you believe in him or not, he's there, and he, he's going to try to fool you into thinking that you're ready because he wants you to stand before Jesus and be judged to eternal death. He wants that. He doesn't care for you. Jesus cares for you. The things that you're attached to don't care for you. Everything's going to melt. The earth is going to burn. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. 
And that's for real. Look at it. Look at your Bible. It tells you the truth. He is his word. So if you're looking for him, if you're looking to know him, if you want to know things to come, he said in John that the Holy Spirit would come. He would tell you things to come. He wouldn't speak on his, on his own accord, but he would tell you everything the Father wants to tell you. He would remind you of things, uh, remind you of things he said. He'd be your counselor, your standby. You know, we think we have to go to man for everything, and we don't. We have to go to Jesus. We're going to be living with him. we got to get comfortable with him so we're ready to move in with him when he gets here. We have to not fit in here like he didn't fit in here. We have to long to want to be with the Father, but first we have to accomplish our work. Jesus finished his work, and now we have to finish ours. We have to be overcomers. That's what the Word of God tells us in Revelation 3, I believe, verse 5. We have to be overcomers. Jesus overcame, and he lives on the inside of you. And when you depend on him, you will overcome. You will come out from among them and walk with Jesus, and you won't care what anybody thinks of you except for him. And he can only get you to that place. You can't do it yourself. You can't do anything without him. He's so good. He's so in love with you. If you received your healing today, I'd love it if you let me know. If you pass on this video, you'll be helping to tell people that Jesus is coming and we have to get ready. If you ask him to come and live on the inside of you today, I would love to know that as well. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.